There are all kinds of creatures in the Dungeons & Dragons Monster Manual, but we don't think it's fair to label them all as monsters. Well, some of them might be really nice. Maybe even new best friend kind of nice. So each episode, we look at a new entry and decide once and for all, are they fiends or are they friends? Welcome to Monster Friends. This week, we make friends with... Centaur! How are you doing today? It is time for your favorite show of the week, Monster Friends. Yay! Or Fiends. Um, yeah, very exciting stuff. I'm Alex. I'm Kyle. Um, we have an easy one, but I think we'll, we'll not... We I'm won't so say... happy. I'm so proud of myself. Alex guessed this automatically. You guys will guess it too. We'll do I... a description and then we'll see if you guys can figure it out, well, but it's pretty obvious. Well, I got real... I got real close to guessing some before, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really proud of myself for figuring that. Well, not, no, this is easy. This is like one of the most popular, easily Creatures. identifiable in like every work of like fantasy fiction, basically. Yeah. 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 Do you want to do you want to do a description? Well, I have a description. But Me too. I, it's um, a horseman, but not related to Bojack. It's a horseman. But it's it's half man, half horse, which means it is a centaur. Yay! Yay. Yeah. Centaur, 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 centaur. I've always said centaur. Oh no! Uh, this guy, I don't know. I think this dude looks pretty punk rock. Wait, hold on. I'm cra- cracking open my Starby. Okay. I don't go to Starbucks very often, but I do buy their energy drinks. <laughs> They're pretty tasty. Uh, but yeah, I think this guy looks pretty punk rock. Right? Like, he looks like he has a flopped-over mohawk. He's got a Skrillex haircut, which means that um, like he's actually formerly punk rock and is now dubstep. I guess so. I kind of just thought that maybe maybe it... Nah, now that you say Skrillex, it probably is that. But I thought it's it was not- a mohawk that you just didn't put the egg whites in this morning, you know? He was just nope. too lazy. Ew. What? Egg whites? Okay. Yeah, when you get the big, long mohawks, you use egg whites. It, That's disgusting. It fucking keeps it it's stiff. It's really good for your hair. But, probably. Um, probably sticky, though. Yeah. No, I wouldn't do that. That's um, way too much commitment. At first, I thought this guy had tribal tattoos all over his body. No, but he's, he's half zebra. Yeah, that's what I was... Okay, yeah, because I had I was going to ask you about that. Because, yeah. like, if you look at at his flanks, his court... Like, I don't know if That does anatomy. look like a tribal tattoo. Um, it looks like he has markings there. But if it was a tattoo on his horse butt, wouldn't the hair... Wait, is it hair or fur on a horse? A hair. Horse hair. Yeah. Okay, well, I knew, like, their mane and their tails were hair, but I wasn't sure if the rest of it was hair. It's all hair. Okay. It would cover up a tattoo, right? So I kind of think it's a natural marking. Yeah. Like so, tiger stripes. So he's like Clydesdale. He's got the Clydesdale um, feet, uh, the long fur. Well, I guess I should say hooves. Is it fur or hair, Alex? It's the hooves with the fur, <laughs> with the fur. The whole club was looking at her. Yeah, he's got Uggs on. He's got Uggs on. So there's that, and then he's half human. Half human. And um, half zebra. (laughs) Yeah. So actually, he's a third human, a third zebra, and a third Clydesdale. 
I have, I have a, I have another question just about the tattoo. I'm really stuck on these tattoos or maybe not tattoos, these markings. Yeah. Um, so I think we've decided it's definitely natural markings on his horse part of his body, right? Yeah. Do you think it's natural markings on the rest of his body or do you think that they get tattoos to match their natural no. markings? No, it's a zebra. Okay, cool. Um, either way, whatever it ends up being, I think this is the only monster we've come across with tribal tattoos that actually makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's, it makes sense. It's not gauche. Which is a very rare thing post-1997. What, what is gauche <laughs> is the necklace. He's got, like, a big gold chest plate necklace. He does. I was looking at it, and it kind of looks like... Boobs. It does kind of look like boobs, but I think it's... You know, like, horse blinders? I think it's those, but gold, and it's just on a necklace thing, which is super weird. That's weird. But <laughs> that's kind of what it looks like, right? Because, like, the middle part looks, well, the middle part looks more like a bowl with a nose ring. Yeah. And then it has the two things on the side, which lead me to believe that there's something to do with eyes. Mm, yeah, I can see that. Um, he's also got a long spear. Long spear. Super. super I'm long. not even sure you can call that a spear, because it's like. A it's, like a, it's more like a scythe. Yeah, Scythe? but not curved. Scythe? Scythe? Yeah, not curved. Maybe it's a glaive. Is this what a glaive is? I don't know. I, that means nothing to me. It's a long wooden stick with a big uh, semi-curved sword blade, but not quite as curved as a scythe. Um, Broadsword uh, and gauntlets. Leather gauntlets, it looks like. And which then, is... like, obviously a saddle, which is kind of weird because the implication there is... Other centaurs can, can ride him? Ride, people can ride the centaurs? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't which, sure if that was a saddle or not, but I think it has to be, right? Yeah. So, because I knew it was a centaur, and actually when I first said it's a centaur, you were like, is it? And I was like, yeah, it's a fucking centaur. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing else it could be. Um, well, I guess they could give it a dumb name. I thought I would go ahead and do some, like, just research about, like, centaurs in general. Yeah. Um... I found a website called Ancient History Encyclopedia, so I'm citing that. Um, <laughs> they, I mean, it being on an Ancient History Encyclopedia website almost makes it seem like these are real things that actually existed. Um, yeah, it really does <laughs> like seem it that makes way. It seems very legit. Um, so centaurs have the roots in Greek mythology, and they're obviously a half man, half horse. They represent barbarism and chaos. Um, and they have a lustful reputation. Um, Interesting. However, that's scary. Centaurs are often only depicted to be like these sort of like crazy, like unbridled, like energies um, if they've had wine. Because in stories, if they're sober, they're fine. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So same. Yeah, I feel like that applies to. Everyone. A lot of people. In ancient Greece. Yeah. <laughs> um, the father of the centaurs is Centaurus. Uh, he is the son of Ixion, um, who was a king. And he and uh, his mother was a cloud that Zeus made to look like Hera. I'm sorry, did you say... A cloud. A, a cloud? Yeah. How did a horse come out and of the, this? And the cloud actually becomes sentient and becomes its own being, but I didn't get the name of it. Yep, Zeus what? was jealous. Do you know what type of cloud? I don't know. Like, was it a cumulus or cumulus? Um, yeah, that's what I found out. Like, so yeah, which I just thought the I thought the Zeus and Hera thing like that's kind of funny. Zeus was so fucking crazy, man. Uh, yeah, we should just a- do an episode on Zeus. 
If well, we get through the monster manual, we can do Greek mythology. We could. Uh, I mean, the Greek pantheon is kind of part of it is. Uh, D&D. So, like, yeah, we could totally get into that part later because that's super interesting. Zeus is very interesting. Actually, it would be good for kids going back to school, too, because, um, well, we can talk about this later. But it would be good for kids because ancient Greece is an actual huge part of um, the curriculum, I think, in grade 11. I don't remember. I didn't take it. It was that was far too many years ago for me. I don't remember what happened in high school. I'm too old. Um, it's interesting that you said that they're like considered chaotic and all that sort of yeah. stuff, because uh, we don't normally talk about what their alignment. alignments are. Because I don't believe alignment really matters in fifth edition D anD. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are neutral good. Really, um, that is their like baseline standard. So, Obviously, they can deviate from it because everybody does, but uh, that's that's their like baseline standard alignment is neutral good. So they're like right in the freaking middle, basically. Um, actually, I was reading that later on, centaurs sort of developed and evolved to become more uh, good, more like controlled, more you know. They didn't go on as many benders. Yeah, they didn't go on as many benders. <laughs> they realized that the wine was making them crazy, so they stopped drinking it. Wow, a drunk horse. That's crazy. Well, self-improvement, that's that's good for them as yeah. on a whole. Uh, do you want to take some guesses at what they're good at before I go into the D&D lore about yeah, them? Yeah, um, so uh, I wrote strength workhorse. Mm-hmm. They're very strong. Yes. Um, dexterity, that is six whole limbs. Um, and horse <laughs> legs are fingers. Horse legs or fingers? Yeah. Excuse me? You know this. I've told you this before. Oh, okay. But yeah, 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 yeah. Like their hoo- like fingernails. Their hooves are fingernails. Yes. Okay, it's that makes vestigial sense. vestigial... I thought you meant that they could just like use things. Limbs. Like, like their, <laughs> like their bo- horse body was a hand with fingers on it. It's like, I don't think they could open uh, a jar. But it's kind of cool because like you can move around really fast because you got four legs, which yes. is better than two legs. And you got two arms with, like, all your fingers. Well, if you're lucky. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, they can, they can move very fast. Uh, their, their, their speed is 50. And most things are 30. 25 to 30. Yeah. So, like, they're fast. Um, constitution. He's, he's built like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, intelligence. Um, sex with clouds. I, that might hint towards some low intelligence. Um Charisma, I wrote pretty sexy because I think that they earned a lustful reputation somehow. (laughs) And it was probably through their words and their broad shoulders. Um, And then wisdom. Oh, I I didn't write anything for wisdom. I wrote sex with clouds for wisdom that I realized it would be better under intelligence. I mean, I imagine that they're probably pretty wise. They're old. They're an old creature. They've been around for a number a number of years. I'm sure that they have oral histories, and you know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You pretty much nailed it. They're they are very strong. That is their their main stat. I would expect them to be stronger. They have a plus four, which is an eighteen. And I honestly, they're a horse. Uh, we horse measure strength so in horse. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I kind of figured that they would be a twenty, which would be a plus five. Which would make a lot more sense. But hey, plus four is stronger than most of the things you're going to deal with. Yeah. Uh, they are dexterous. They are constitution. Uh, you're right. They're, they're not smart. They have negative intelligence. Yeah. Um, and their charisma is zero, which now that you said the whole lustful thing, I'm surprised by. But maybe it's the type of thing where they don't realize that they're that sort of charismatic 
that part of it. Yeah. And they just don't know. Or it's like that, that like the jock effect. Yeah. But I also think that they're just very, once I get into the lore, I think they're very like, this is the way things are. I work this way. Like they don't, they aren't out there to please anybody or whatever. So, so maybe that's why their charisma score is very neutral. Um, yeah. So, okay. These guys in the ND. Yeah. Um, they wander around the wilderness, mm-hmm. uh, reading far too much into insignificant things. They, Same. <laughs> yeah, they're they're basically the Professor Trelawneys of the world, except mm-hmm. that they're actually good at reading omens and they lift weights. Like, throw this dude on a cheese pizza, he is shredded. Have you ever? <laughs> wow. <okay. laughs> he must be important documents. Have you he ever is shredded? Have you? <laughs> Have you ever lifted a crystal ball? Okay, that shit's heavy. You know, Trelawney lifts. She lifts. The the only thing I remember about a crystal ball in Harry Potter movies is that didn't she drop one? Yeah, well, it happens. People, so she must not be very strong. <laughs> people drop things. I drop things all the time. Yeah, you're clumsy sometimes. I'm not clumsy. People just walk into me, okay? It's different. <laughs> okay. Uh, centaurs don't like fighting, despite the fact that they're ripped. Uh, they try to stay away from conflict as much as possible. But if they do have to fight, oh, buddy, watch out, because they fight hard. Um, they also try to stay away from civilization. Uh, they don't really like laws and stuff. They try to just keep to themselves, keep to their tribes. Like, that's that's what they do. Um, they are nomads, Mm -hmm. which, I mean... They're horses. Of course they are. Uh, they don't build cities. They don't go camping. Like, no tents for centaurs. Uh, no tents for centaurs. <laughs> which, honestly, I wrote that sentence down, and then I was like, wait a minute. I think I want to start a band. <laughs> but, like, not like a real band, just a like, a decent, band. like a decent high school D&D band. Uh, Feel free to use that name. Yeah, please. No tense for centaurs. Someone please start that band, because I do not have the time. Uh, but yeah, they just kind of hang out in the open, sleeping under the stars and getting rained on. Like, it doesn't even matter, um, I guess. They, uh, they travel across, like, their migratory paths or whatever uh, span continents. So, like, it's not like, oh, we go south in the summer and then north in the winter like birds do or whatever. So they travel the same thing. Over and over again, centaurs will go decades, sometimes generations, without retreading the same hmm. pathway. So Same. I don't like backtracking. Yeah. It's not great. I don't enjoy it. I hate getting off the subway and oh. having to be like, yo, which way are we going to walk? And then we have to walk back the other way no. to get to the house. Oh, Rude. it's frustrating. Rude. Um. Yeah, so sometimes, that means sometimes they'll, like, come back 150 years later, and all of a sudden, there's a city in their way. Oh, the... Uh, and they, uh, they don't like that. They get mad when there are cities in their way, which is... I mean, I guess it's understandable. Because, like, all of a sudden, <laughs> there's, like, traffic to deal with. You know? And, like, I don't like traffic at the best of times. Like, if I'm leaving to drive somewhere, I'm like, all right. Well, there's going to be traffic, and I know there's going to be traffic, and I'm mad about it. <laughs> but then imagine, like, 150 years go by, and you, like, can drive on the wrong side of the road if you want to, because there's never anything. And then all of a sudden, it's, like, rush hour downtown? That would put you in a real bad mood. Yeah, I'd be pissed. So I think that's kind also, of like, why 
they get uh, a bit of a cantankerous uh, reputation. reputation? <laughs> because, like, they, they don't deal with anything. And then they're like, oh, now there's rules, though? No. Like, what? Like, some dude didn't, didn't like, put on his turn signal, and now there's an accident, and I can't walk? Fuck this. Yeah. Right? I get it. That's a big fuck you. Um, but also, well, I understand. But also, if centaurs are really good at reading omens and shit, maybe they should see the city coming and find an alternate route. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I I know know. Waze doesn't exist, and I know Google Maps doesn't exist, but, like, guys, you're supposed to be able to read the future. Uh, All that being said, sometimes a single centaur will settle in a place with humans or dwarves or whatever other non-centaur community exists. Uh, They don't normally do it out of choice, though. It's normally because either they can't keep up with the rest of the tribe because they're injured or older or for some reason they've been kicked out or whatever. And sometimes those centaurs will just like wander off into the wild and disappear forever. But if they don't want to do that just yet, they'll like hang out in small towns and help people out whenever they can. Like you'd probably find a centaur in a lot of those small towns in like the old wild west. Yeah. Like not the ones that become cities, but like the pop-up shop style towns, you know, like those real tiny ones. Mm-hmm. Um, because if there's one thing we know about humans. We love a pop-up shop. We love pop-up shops. And also we're pretty dumb and very often incredibly unprepared for the things we try to do. So like having a centaur around to do your nature and survival checks for you, super duper helpful. <laughs> Um, but even if they're not living near cities or hanging out with people, uh, they will meet and trade with any caravans that they come across in their travels. Uh, I think the monster manual kind of implies that they like the elves more than any of the other D&D races, which makes sense on the, like, we like nature scale of things, mm-hmm. but they don't really go much into detail about it. Um, so I don't, I don't know if that's actually true or not, but I also feel like they probably don't run into dwarves that often because I don't think they're, you know... I don't think centaurs are underground creatures for the most part, whereas dwarves live in like Maybe they just don't see them because horses are so tall. It could be that, too. Maybe a dwarf is like standing on the path and he's like, hi, I'd like to trade with you. And the centaur just walks by him. And he's (laughs) like, what the fuck was that? What was that noise? Was something squeaking at me? Well, weird. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but that that pretty much sums up the centaurs. It's, it's an omen. Yeah, they'd probably be like, ooh, there's somebody up ahead. And they're like, no, there's somebody right below you. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty much sums them all up. That's, cool. That's centaurs. Nice. Um, do you have any I have anything? Questions. Okay, cool. Although one may have been answered. I was going to say, how do they clean themselves? Because when you're that big and your butt is that far away from you, how do you wipe? How do you clean yourself when you're showering? But then you said it just they just stand in the rain. So yeah, that's the question answered. Also, um, they probably groom each other. Yeah, I was thinking that. Y'all, you like, think they brush each other's horsey tails? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, second question, how do they relieve themselves? Do they have human brains? Do they have inhibitions in regards to pooping? Are they like horses and they just walk and poop? Do they go to a toilet? Do they find a small hole and poop in there? It's just a lot of questions about poop, basically. I'm just no, concerned. That's, that's a very good question that I did not think about. And do they have about. a penis in the front or in the back? No, I think it's where the horse penis would be. I think, because otherwise... That would be weird to have sex with a centaur, though. Well, actually, I don't know. Now that I say that... Because he's covered in the front. He's covered at the front. 
But then also like regular horses, when they wear clothes, like for show or whatever, they're also covered in the front. I guess. And they still don't, they don't have wieners up there. I don't know, man. Now, I think they probably just poop and walk like regular horses. Yeah, I'd assume so too, but. I think they're probably a little more conscious of it because like if there's somebody walking behind them, they probably don't want them to step in it. But also, do you think they wear horseshoes? Oh, they have to. Or do you think they just... They probably make their own horseshoes. There are... Centaurs are confusing. Yeah, I know. There's a oh, lot. Oh, my goodness. There's a lot. I have a lot of questions, but we don't have time for them We all. don't have any time for all of them at all. Oh. Uh, I guess then the most important question is, friend or fiend? Um, I would say sexy friend. They are definitely a friend. Yeah. Uh, there is... No way. Maybe like one of them would be a fiend. Well, I don't know. Like, According to general, Greek mythology, they're pretty shit. <laughs> yeah. But D&D centaurs? I don't think so. Yeah. I could be wrong. Um, I pretend like I know a lot of things, but I, also I think we can't, maybe I don't. I think here's the thing. We can't make the generalization. We can't say all centaurs are good or all centaurs are bad. You know, we can just say that on a case-by-case basis... I will give a centaur Cent- the benefit of the doubt yeah. more times than not. Yeah. Yeah. Also, they're a horse. They're a, yeah. How smart can they be? <laughs> Negative one. That's how smart they are. Uh, that's going to be it for today. Yeah, that's everything. Um, go have fun. Go guys. forth. And, I don't know what I was going to say. And don't shit in the bike lanes. Oh, my goodness. Please don't shit in the bike lanes. <laughs> We'll be back next week with another episode of We Have Dark Vision. But in the meantime, why not swing by our website, wehavedarkvision.com, or follow us on Instagram at wehavedarkvision, or Twitter at darkvisioncast. 